Alright, welcome to episode 137 of Those Millennials Podcast. Today I'm your humble, grateful, extremely thankful host, K the Classic. I'm here with my nearest and dearest, my boys and friends in real life. Uh, Rail's here, live and direct from Miami, part two. Rail, how you doing? How you feeling? What's Gucci? Oh, wait, you're back in Miami? Mm -hmm. What what a life, right? Got too cold. Got too cold in Vegas. What a life. I got cold out Live and direct from Miami again. Yeah. Miami Rail represent. Represent. He's wearing the hoodie to represent his boy. Resigning with the Yanks. You gutless motherfucker. <laughs> you know, you talk about this. about this. I, you know, yeah. As a, former, as a former Yankee fan, Jesse, you should understand. <laughs> <laughs> you should understand. <laughs> Can I introduce him first? Jesse's here. Jesse. Uh, Stop being a Yankee fan. Get your, get your boy, man. Get your boy. Because he, he you're the one that didn't believe. <laughs> man, remember the lights was too bright, Jesse, in the chat. The lights was too bright. Hey, hey, hey the lights was too bright to promote this. Oh my god! Take a screenshot of the shit he man, said. I, I, I promise, if we screenshot the chat. Listen, listen. You can. You, there's several other chats where I say this. In you're not the only one. All right. <laughs> it's gutless. Uh, and it, it, oh, like it was like the light. You better go off to to San Francisco because <laughs> the lights is too bright. Like, and this, the lights are pretty bright in San Francisco too. It's the Giants uh, because they don't. They they would just be happy with him being there. We need a ring. Wow. You know, so we just want to let you know. Let me introduce our guest real money. quick. Clips, now, the Josh. people's favorite guest. Clips is here. Clips, welcome back. How you doing? How you feeling, man? I'm good, man. Always a pleasure being with y'all. It's been a minute. Good to see y'all doing well, man. Glad to have you on. Uh, Rail, you wanted to mention something up top before we get started. Uh, oh, go yeah. ahead, brother. Shout out to I want to give a big shout out to Ari Wasserman from the Athletic. Um, I met him this weekend. Um, he was out watching college football. Um, dude is cool. Followed me. We talked. Um, we chilled the whole the whole time. So Ari Wasserman from the Athletic and Andy Staples, they have a they have a great show. They were at the uh, Mandalay Bay Sportsbook and Casino this past weekend watching the college football championship. Super cool dudes. Um, I just wanted to get, get some love out to them, man, because I you know you, you know you, as, as I get into this business, you start to meet people. Who, who, you know, you know who's a dick and who's not or who want to talk to you. I mean, then you get people who actually just like, oh, like this dude is, you know, we, you know, this this is almost a podcast we're doing right here because we're talking, chopping up some much. So shout out to Ari Washman, the, the athletic man. That, that, that was that was super dope for him to take his time out and meet with me. And um, yeah, that was it. That's what's up, man. That's dope. That's yeah. really, really fly. That's really cool to meet people like that that does that. Um, I want to start off with a uh, quick uh, condolences, real quick. And I feel like for the last four, three pods, we've been, I've been, we've been doing condolences. So I want to give oh, a R.I.P. to Christy Alley. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, big, big fan of her. One of my, you know, one of my favorite childhood movies was uh, Look Who's Talking, the first the Look Who's Talking movie. The first so. Look Who's Talking, yeah. 
That's wait, 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 what's wrong with the second one? The second one's cool, Luke too. The second one is The first one is a classic. The first one's a classic. Yeah, yeah. The first one's the first one's a classic for sure. And you know, she you know, she you know, again, this is late 80s, early 90s. She wasn't that bad looking. I didn't watch Cheers. I'm not even gonna act like I, I've watched Cheers. I never watched Cheers. I'm not even gonna get I've that off. I'm not getting that off my chest. I'm not gonna lie to the audience. Late night on Nickelodeon? You didn't watch when it was late. I, I never watched Cheers. Never, I'm not gonna front. I never watched Cheers. You never watched Cheers, but you watched Seinfeld. Seinfeld's good. What are you talking about? Seinfeld. Oh god. Question. You watch Frasier though, right? You're a Frasier guy, right? You watch Frasier. Yeah, shut the was, fuck it, up. Frasier's trash. Kelsey Grammer's funny to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Frasier. Frasier's hot garbage. If you watch Frasier, then you you. I don't know how you don't like Seinfeld. Exactly! Kelsey Grammer is funny. It's the same me. type of comedy. It's the same type of comedy. <laughs> nah, but Friends is but, but, but Seinfeld is Friends more not for us. And you watch Friends. I don't watch Friends. Um anyway. Yeah, I don't watch Friends. Oh, Rel, come on, buddy. Rel, he watched Friends too and Full House. He watched all those shows. I watch Full, Full House. I know we know you watch Full House. Full House is my no, Full House, Kev. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not friends. I'm not hating on Full House. Full House is whatever. Cool. Okay. All it's right. whatever. <laughs> no it has the greatest theme show, intro show. Everywhere uh, you look. Anyway. Uh-huh. Shaky. That's a little shaky. <laughs> it, it's Fresh Prince. The kids are saying it's pretty, that's pretty mid. That was pretty mid. It's not better than Family Matters. Anyway. Family Matters went hard. Exactly. <laughs> Um, all right, so we have three more pods until the end of the year. Uh, so we chose to to split them up. So I, I went back and listened to our end of the year pod uh, last year. It's funny the shit that we was talking about when we was on last year. I mean, it was a lot of real Kanye talking because you know what just happened recently. It was it was that Drake and Kanye uh, Coliseum concert that just happened, and we went and you was and for whatever reason you couldn't stop talking about it on the pod. Anyway, I thought it was a moment. I'm, I'm sure you thought it was a moment. It was a Look moment. The uh, sound quality was. The sound quality for sure was a moment. It was um, a moment. All right. Now, we're never getting that moment again. Never getting that moment again. Unless they want to I don't even believe, like, <laughs> you look at that. This is more like a bad <laughs> team that won a few games together. It's like, ugh. Audio quality to that pod wasn't the greatest either. And, you know, but whatever. Let's say, you know, they want to perform at a, at a park or <laughs> at a, at a, at a um, park lot. So, so we decided to split up our topics for the end of the year. So this week we're gonna do music. Next week will be followed will be followed by movies and TV, and then our last show of the year will we be doing pop culture, uh, stuff we saw on Twitter and any other uh stuff that we kind of want to hit on and talk about as far as um. You keep saying it. That's gonna be your. Is that your new little catchphrase? Um, all right. But before I begin, I want to do a quick thank you to all our listeners, especially all our new listeners on Spotify. Spotify has been really killing this. So shout out to all our new Spotify listeners, Apple listeners. I, I don't want to say anything negative about you guys and all our YouTube listeners. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. All right, Rel. Before we get started, go ahead and give your picks of the week. Uh, I know you got your bets. You out there in Miami? You, you don't have no picks? If you don't. Okay, Rose not prepared for picks. Great. I'm gonna do that Eagles pick. <laughs> yeah, 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 give the one. Give the one pick. Give the one pick. They locked me out the book, but uh, you know, I, I would say this: hit the give Giants the one pick. Plus, Giants plus seven. 
And uh, even you can even money line the Giants. Giants are going to win this football game this week. And then you can come back to me. Can you let everybody doesn't? You know we have a lot of female audience. They don't know who the Giants are pl- playing on Sunday. Come okay, on. Uh, uh, Giants are going to be playing. We have a lot of men who don't know about football as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> equality. 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 Uh, trust me, I, I work with a lot of men who don't know shit about football. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, that's true. Uh, Same uh, here. Same here. Uh, and I'm saying they just know, they don't know the schedule thing. who they play. Say Damn, trying to talk about what I do? To anybody, make sure you know what the fuck you're talking about when you know who you're talking to. But anyways, uh, 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 Giants plus seven. They're playing the Eagles this week. Eagles are only have one loss this year. Giants plus seven. I I would even say money line. I'm 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 big on the Giants this week in New Jersey. In the Rutherford, it's gonna can be I, big. Can I jump in, please? Hey. Y'all, he kind of needs the Giants to win this. Game. Yeah, he's 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 doing it for selfish reasons. If you guys don't know this, so when they, everything is, I knew, I knew there was an agenda. I knew this, there was an agenda. It's all clips. There's always an agenda. Just, <laughs> it's like, always an agenda. Talking to him about it before that, the that, pod, and as he said it, like that, that would make sense why he's like. <laughs> There's always an agenda. Honestly, Rel should have an, an agenda. Or sorry, uh, a segment on the pod called the agenda. The agenda, where at, like he reveals what he. No, was but he does that all the time, though. So it just be him. It's just it's just him. No, no, it, it's a hard stop in the middle, and yeah. then he reveals what he's trying to manipulate us into believing <laughs> in the cast. <laughs> um, and then you gotta you gotta get a sounder that goes. Uh, welcome to the rail agenda. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice little drop. Uh, all right, so I guess we're going to start off with uh, the news of the day before we get to my not list. Um, let's go ahead and talk about the big, big, incredible news of Brittany Griner being released by uh, the enemy. Um, sorry, the rest. <laughs> they are the enemy. Uh, <laughs> They're not the enemy. They ain't doing shit to us. <laughs> yeah, um, Brittany Griner, if you were sleeping under a rock today, obviously, uh, Brittany Griner was not. She was released today, but it was a it was a trade for um, the Merchant of Death. Um, Yo, that's a bad dude. Uh, yeah. Um, At least it's everybody. If you guys saw the Nick Cage movie uh, a couple years ago, uh, yeah, that movie was based off of him. Really? Yes. Which Nick Cage movie? You talk about the the face off. No, I like Face Off. Yeah, I said a couple years ago, Face Off was like thirty he years ago. What is wrong with you? Selling all the weapons. Oh, all yes. weapons, right? Yeah, yeah. The God, of, not God of War, but it's something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. That that, that also is like Lord of War. Yeah, Lord of War. There we go. Lord of War. There you go. That movie, that movie was like, based off of him. Um, that was based off him. Oh shit! Yes. <laughs> That's not what he did. It was not based. It was a little more. It was yeah. It was, yeah, <laughs> it's um, inspired. So, I mean, so I, I think I can speak for all of us. I, I for the longest times, uh, I think we've done a good job of not talking politics on this podcast, and that was done uh, by design. I think the only real time we've talked politics, Jesse, if you if you remember with me, is that is when we it was when the insurrection happened right it was january 6th when the, they stormed the capitol that was the only real time we kind of sort of talked politics i mean in 2020 we talked a lot about stuff i think 
it's all about what you categorize as uh, politics and what you call, uh, you know, what you don't. I think all of what was going on in 2020 uh, with the riots, with uh, that's true. We, so, so yeah, right. We definitely talked about the riots and stuff. So that I guess that 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 gets that was technically we talked about tiki torches. Like, so it all depends on what you like. You know, categorizes politics. We never delved into the like. Talking about who to vote for and this right, right, right. We never, we, I mean, yeah. we, we never really done that. Uh, so I agree. In Paul, you know, I mean, shout out to um, uh, the Georgia. Uh, shout out to Georgia, yeah, and, and not having. I don't want to. Herschel Walker. I, that's what I was gonna say. I don't want to say nothing mean. Anyway, uh, you, know what? Hey, you, you don't know have what? to say anything. You don't have to say anything hey, mean. You know Coon is the smartest animal you've ever. Is this cool? Is Coon the smartest animal you ever heard of? You know what, George, you know, I looked at George <laughs> Herschel Walker's uh, uh, stats. Like, like I looked at Herschel Walker's stats when he was in Georgia. He had over 400 carries. Right? Like, like, it, it, like, the carries he had in Georgia is insane. And now we can tell. <laughs> because, you know, now, you know, now we can tell. What an idiot. No, the thing why, was, when, why are we ruining Brittany Griner's segment while doing this? Stop I doing this. Her, I didn't hear Herschel Walker. <laughs> And I got, I got three or four why jokes we, I want to get on. Why are you doing this? Sorry, I, I had to squeeze in a little politics. I could, but go, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, like I said, we've done a good job of not talking politics because I'm sure oh, I can like speak for him in the head. He might get a concussion. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Oh, my God. Um, I think Richard like Walker said, was the first person that thought CTE was a venereal disease. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. God. What is what is happening right now? I wrote um, that down, by the way. <laughs> Um, oh man, that sounds that sounds like the deepest, again by design. We, didn't, we don't talk politics, is that's not our bag, and uh, honestly, I don't think we care that much because <laughs> she's just fucking stupid. But I was when I woke up this morning, I just felt uh relief, I was happy for her, obviously, her wife, um, her family, her fans, and um, when. I thought collectively this was going to be one of those moments in America where all of us, obviously there's a lot going on. Um, I, I thought collectively, collectively we all were going to just be like, okay, we're happy for her being home. It turned into not that where a lot of the internet and a lot of people, especially a lot of Fox news people yeah, I mean, turned it into negative, yeah. negative. And I don't want to dwell on that that much. I mean, unless you guys want to talk about it, I have a whole other topic I kind of want to hit on before we get that. But I want to get you guys to talk because I feel like I've been talking long. So yeah, I can go next. I, here's all I would say: we were able to get somebody home, an American home. That is the main focus that everybody should focus on. Will the the government will work on the other captives? Uh, the, 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 the military guy that they're talking about, the Marine that they're talking about, the one they said they was a spy, right? Yes. But he um, even a Marine when he got pinched. I know, but they, yeah, you they're, know. they're claiming he's a so, spy. But that's why you can't trust Russia. Anyway, keep well, going. The thing is, you know, I think people need to, I don't even say people need to understand. The reason she, uh, she was held and all that. Wrongfully was, held. Uh, yeah, obviously. It was. It, obviously, it was politics. It was just obvious, like, them trying to have some sort of leverage. And, um, you know, in that being said, I think people just 
take the positive and just leave the negative out the door, man. Like, they're going to, like, I, I don't understand. Like, I do understand, but politics today is so, like, but you, uh, like, you're, they have to create an argument. And instead of it being a positive day, they don't want to give the other side a chance. And that goes for both sides. They don't want to look at anything positive that they do. They they want to flip it into something negative. They have to. And it's just to make them look bad. And don't feed into it today. Don't feed into it at all, ever. Like, especially when it comes to this, because it's not about, it's not about who got uh, chosen. It's that they were able to do it. And that opens hope for the other captive. And that's what you have to hope for. Like, all right, we can, they can negotiate and, and, and make it work. And once that happens, you can look at it that way instead of trying to figure out which one well, it should have been this person and this person. I literally saw somebody post a tweet that it was like Brittany Griner hates America. So why did, and it was like, yo, like, where did you even get It was that? nasty today. Let's keep it right. real. It was real. Like, if you were, like, looking up shit, it was real, real nasty. Oh, so it's like one of those things where it's just like she literally went there for work and was coming home and got stopped. And they found they used her as a political pawn, you know what I mean? And to get uh, who they wanted. So at the end of the day, just take the take the W, man. A lot of people just refuse to take Ws. I, I, I don't understand it. It's a, it's, it's a, I think the, yes, take the W, um, to go back to a little bit of what you touched upon politics today, um, is a, a pissing contest. Uh, unfortunately I had working on a college campus and, and my students that I work with, um, being, you know, almost 10 years, if not more younger than me. I had to explain to them not too long ago that the last honest political campaign race between the left and the right, if you will, was Obama and McCain. There was no, um, and even that, uh, got messy. even that got messy. Mm-hmm. No, that, that it got messy when uh, Obama and Romney had to do the dance. Yeah, yeah. McCain, no, yeah, McCain you're right. never, you're actually right. You're yeah, right. McCain never got on. Um, platforms and was being disparaging to Obama and Obama didn't say anything to him. They always wanted to do it uh, classy in their space of debate. Other than that, McCain never once was like, he's not black enough or he's not. He said he's capable. He he has his thing that he wants to do. And I have my thing that I want to do. We're both here to do um, this presidential thing and whoever wins is the better man. That was it. Um, now, the thing that I said is the most hard to to digest. Obviously, we already know that everybody is trying to do clickbait shit and say wild stuff. I think her doing 294 days was hard for me to, to digest because I know that if it would have been a white player, it would have been 10 days less, right? And I look at, obviously, a testament to what we kind of always go through in in America when it comes to laws that they want to amend as it pertains to us. And it was unfortunate that she had to be on the receiving side of it. And not only just because she's a black woman, now you also pin in um, 
you know, she is uh, a gay black woman, you know, then on top of that, you have the fact that she is an athlete. So I think they were using her more as a scapegoat to. And she's to, a vocal uh, dem too, a vocal dem. She's yeah, like a vocal Democrat too. Very vocal, but I mean, and she was very, very much so uh, proud about being a part of the Black Lives Matter movement. You know, she was very well spoken about the Breonna Taylor issues. There's just a lot of different things. So it's like she was using her platform in a political way. So I think it was easier for them to use marijuana, if you will, as the way to to capture that. Because you know how many women have to go overseas in order for them to make the, the money? That's my biggest my biggest pet peeve of the whole situation is if we were paying the WNBA players you more, stepped they on wouldn't my thing that I was going to jump to. That was that was going to be the thing yeah. that I was going to talk about. Rel, uh, Rel, do you have anything to say on this before we, we move to that topic real quick? No, I mean, I just, you know, I'm glad she's home. I don't know the ins and outs of what took this long. It pissing me off that, you know, I don't know if I feel like they were taking every caution. I can't say, you know, but it just. Uh, uh, sorry to jump in. Uh, from what I heard, Russia was waiting for the uh, midterms to end to see if uh, Republicans were going to. And gonna they out. said that it was going to be one, not both, because they weren't going to give up. The yeah, they're not. So, like, the people are talking about the Marine. Not to cut you off again, real. I'm sorry. I apologize. But um, they're. They, they said Russia is not even cheating for the Marine. They Like, they was only offering Griner at the time. Go ahead, real. Yeah, because, I mean, because they. they Suspected him of doing something, you know, I won't say much more heinous because I don't even yeah. think more, you know, I don't know. But like, I'm glad she's home. I hope they bring all of them home, you know. I mean, and this dude that we traded, you know, I mean, I don't even like, I don't know. It just seemed like I, I don't know if the, if America should be doing NBA type deals with, you know, with countries and, and, and drugs, you know, but it's like, I mean, I just wanted her home. So I don't give a fuck how you did it, how you got her here, what you did that for part. it. Whatever it is you needed to do, do it. Because I don't know the ins and outs of it to speak to, like, you know, this is what we have to trade and trade off and, and this. But no, but I'm glad she's home. I'm glad she gets to do what she's. And I think for WNBA, raise your pay. That, NBA, let's do something to keep these women from going overseas. That's, all, know, that's like, what I was going to say. For a moment, my sister thought about going overseas. And, yeah. and and I talked her out of it. I said, you know, Mari, you're better off. Well, you know, she had other adventures she wanted to do. I said, I don't know if you really want to go overseas and you know, but she loves hoop. But I, you know, but I just know that it's it's such a fucking strain over there. So, WNBA, step up. Let's keep these women over here. Let's treat them like the fucking kings and queens that they are over here. Let's let's take care of them. So so yeah. So yeah, clips and hit it. So clips hit it, and then real hit it. What I was gonna take us to next, obviously. Um, uh, KP went on a podcast talking about this a couple weeks ago. Um, so the WNBA collective bargaining is in the next two years. Um, and obviously, um, it's, in my opinion, for somebody who now like is very, very, very pays attention to the WNBA. Uh, um, it's at the most popular it's ever been. It's the most successful it's ever been. Uh, they have some of the biggest stars that it's it's ever had. When you pointed um, out now to me, they now they have uh, leverage. Oh, go ahead. When you pointed out to me, I mean, because when you, when you pointed out to me how long it's been, and uh, you know people complain about you know the pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you pointed out to me 
the how long it's actually been in the context. The WNBA the is twenty league. years long. It's that's twenty years not old. Long. It's, it's twenty years. If you really think that's about it, not like, a lot of like, years. Everybody's comparing. You, like you can't compare it to the NBA. Like that's not fair. The NBA has been around for. 50 40 you know 40 years like it's it's not comparable that's not fair i mean 75 but no, oh, 75 yeah i'm dummy my bad but yeah um, no i mean you're right because the merger counts right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you can say the same thing with the nfl <clears throat> right. i'm with you i, I hear what you're saying but it's, you know, it's, what, it's, it's, what i'm gonna say is the reason why you say 40 years is because it really didn't go over that threshold yeah they get that threshold that's what I'm, that's basically yeah. what i mean oh, you know. um but it's the most, like I said, the WNBA is the most popular it's ever been. It has the biggest stars it's ever been. It's the it's in the best place it's ever been. So now, which KP, uh, well, she was talking about basically was saying that now that they come to this table, they have leverage. Um, so in the next two years, they they they're they're asking what they're asking for is it doesn't in my opinion again I don't I'm not accountant I don't know the ins and out I'm not smart enough. I'm sure there's a whole bunch of shit that I can't account for. Um, what they're asking for is just a 50-50 split, which seems reasonable in my opinion. Um, I know the WNBA uh, obviously does not generate the same amount of money um, as, the, as the NBA, obviously. But the partners are going up. I can tell you sponsors have gone up. Um, a lot of deals, you know, so. there's WNBA players. There's like four signature athletes as far as sneaker deals in WNBA right now. Yeah, I, mean, the, I think there's more. Yeah. I think there's more. Yeah, there might, there might be more, but there's there's at least four that I'm uh, off the top of my head that I'm yeah. thinking of. And Candace Parker shoes is hard, by the way. I like they are. Shoes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The ace shoes, yeah, they're hard. And I don't really know. Like, I know they just recently did. Um, a collective gar- bargaining they they did a, a recent cba that got them a little more and, and you're starting to see contracts reflect that mm-hmm. a lot of, uh, you like see- right now asia wilson's the highest paid player and yeah. you know it's 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 it like what is her salary again they don't they don't tell the wnba salary because they know how people on the internet will compare it to so that, but so they don't they don't compare they don't you you'll be hard pressed to find details of any WNBA player's salary at all. See, that's one thing though that I find um you know disrespectful to them as players, right? Because not not to say that we should make those comparisons. They they're fully aware of the the comparisons money-wise, mm-hmm. right? It's the same thing that the um the women's national soccer team is going through with our sorry ass men's team. And the women's um, are better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think it's really good a CBA that got them more money. So they did too. <clears throat> but continue. Yeah, but I, but no, what I was gonna say though is yes, we should leak the information because we need to be we need to be talking about it. We need to be able to address it from a mathematical standpoint, because that's what everyone loves to use these these statistics and everyone just wants to break everything down, right? So I think we should be able to see, obviously we already know what someone like LeBron is making versus um, Asia Wilson, right? right, right we know right. that, huge, huge, it's a gap. But right. now we're talking about closing the gap. We're, right. not, we're not talking about, ah, uh, we gotta get her to get the same thing as LeBron. Right. No, but they should be getting million dollar contracts. They shouldn't right. be they, getting yeah. yeah. You know, should, no half, half star, 
No star player like BG should feel the need to support her family. He has to go play. Should should have to go play in Russia. Is basically and what you were saying. More money. China, Russia. Uh, Kate Fagan but, went on the Dan Levitard uh, podcast. I think the worst part to me, I'm sorry, Kev. Yeah, they don't go to overseas to just make ends meet. They're making more. Yeah, yeah, they're making more. That's the word. Where in Russia, in Russia and China are the biggest ones. Like, yeah, and it's everybody, like everybody was a lot of people saying like, go play in Turkey or go play, and it was like, yeah, but the bag is not over there in Turkey. Yeah. The bag is in Russia and China for the. And WNBA it's like players. you can't match what they're That's doing. Fucking like, wild. <laughs> be able to match other leagues like in other countries and it's like at least do that part and i know a lot of people well you know they have to bring, but it's getting as popular as it's ever been it's growing yeah. you have a lot of nba players uh um, supporting it yeah. supporting it showing up the game uh, just investing in it and and pushing and i think it's getting more and more fans and at this point it's like you do got to get back to that bargaining table, and now we do need that. Like they couldn't, they couldn't fry private. There's like a lot of rules they don't have that they have, and it's just like what offline commercial. Yeah, I mean, there's no, there's there's no there's no PJs. I mean, yeah, I no. Mean, and I remember there was we, one we saw we saw all the 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 living situation they had in in the in the bubble. Like, remember when they was posting pictures of how oh, their yeah, hotels yeah. was? Like, it's a lot of nasty stuff that they was doing to the to the to the women, man. It's a, if you yeah. really break it down, it's a lot of stuff that's like that. Um, and that's one of those things where it's just like, um, yeah, it. Stop, you know, stop treating it like it's the side thing. It's like put it front, front and center. Yeah. Get these, yeah. get these networks to promote them and promote them and put them on TV. People are gonna watch. It's yeah, yeah. sports. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's, I, the fact I, that they made, it really they made good. college, they made women's college basketball bigger than the WNBA. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, you know what? That's a wild way to look at it. You're right. But I think they promote at least for ESPN someone like promotes the stars like you know like they're already in the WNBA. Yeah, true. That's true. That's true too. But one thing yeah, I would pay, say like though, they they promote Paige like she's a WNBA player already. But in in, in this want, past hey hey well, why is that? Yeah, <laughs> you keep cutting off clips. Oh my bad, my bad, my bad. No no no. I was just gonna say I was just gonna say in these past two years, I think there's been more of a soundboard for the WNBA. I'm. I'm extremely proud of of ESPN for bringing on uh, more female sports analysts, oh, Janelle, boom, and they 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 give a lot of conversation to the to those players, right? Not only just that, I think when you talk WNBA, I can tell you I have more friends now who are interested in the WNBA than I've ever seen in the past, mm -hmm. right? And so I think that that's dope. Because I remember, fuck, I forget what what book fair this was, but there was like a, like a, a it was like a world record thing, and it was it, I remember specifically learning about Cheryl Swoops and uh, Lisa Leslie at a very young age about just like how they and Cheryl Miller. I think it was just like talking about them in college. About. I think I know what book yeah. you're talking about. Yes, bro. I forget. I forget what it was, and I made. I made my mom buy it for me because you know it had sports and all these different things, but it had like world records and all this, and it was crazy. But yes, I think when I think about that time and that moment of knowing little to nothing about it versus now, I'm a huge fan of it. I think 
everyone deserves to at least go to a WNBA game or at least support a team from it. So if you don't have an active team and you're an active sports enthusiast, you need to declare a team in the WNBA because that's going to help push the needle for them having fandom and push the needle for viewership when they are on these um, TV networks. My merch Hell too. yeah! There's no more room on I the Aces bandwagon though. Y'all can't come over here though. Don't don't. There's no, there's, there's Plum, no more dog, over Plum dog is my this, Plum this dog one. is my girl. Y'all do one. that jump over there because y'all live over there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <March>. uh, <laughs> hey, I got the shirt too, real. I got the shirt too. But uh, yeah, in closing, we're gonna move on. But again, salute to BG. We're so happy that she's finally home, man. Finally and home. It's been a long time coming. And honestly, uh, fuck y'all who made this negative. Like fuck y'all who made that shit. We're not even going to give them that. We just yeah, not give you that yeah, attention. That sh- that shit is why. Let's keep celebrating. Keep <laughs> celebrating. I'm happy she's home, and uh, you know. Facts. All right, so not list time. All right, so for uh, it's time for, I'm doing my not list for those who are not who are new to the program. Uh, it's it's a list I compile of stuff that we're not talking about, which technically we're gonna end up talking about because that's how the not list goes. All right, so number one on the not list, uh, Joe Rogan accuse, a, accuses The Rock of using steroids. <clears throat> no, we're never talking about that. Fuck Joe Rogan. <laughs> Next, fuck Joe Rogan. <laughs> And <laughs> I don't think that I, I hate Joe Rogan. I, but we're not giving that any attention. That was I respect him as a. Life. I respect him as one of the titans in this space. But fuck him. If um, it's not no, I, I think he UFC, did a great job at it. Fear Factor when I was a kid, <laughs> and that was it. That's the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. no! And, oh, in the Man Show. In the Man Show. <laughs> You he could talk UFC. That's it. <laughs> Barely. Right. You want to know what's funny is a lot of UFC people don't even, like UFC. By the, I mean DC leads on him, and and I and I go off really with DC talking about DC him. says. If By DC the way, tells me he's good. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying hardcore DC fans really don't want to hear from him talking about it either. But I do think he knows his shit. Like I, I do. By the way, it, it was. It's been a kind of a, a roughie week for my man the rock you know joe rogan comes out and call him on the steroids thing um and then you know it's reported that black adam is going to be a huge flop in the uh in the and the uh really? the worldwide box office yes um I, I, like like right now because when that shit was out it was running and that shit yeah was I, I know but it was reported by vanity i was looking at the article before we came on that it's reported to lose like a lot i mean i mean they marketed this movie for nine figures this movie was in your faces for marketing for a very long time. I don't. Want, I didn't want to talk about it. Like, I, I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah, it was. It I was. Yeah, it, it. It was a failure to what they expected. They expected to be in the billions, and it wasn't in the billions. Um, That's so. Yeah. Kyrie writes, "I'm free." We're not talking about Kyrie writes, "I'm free" on his uh his night his in his on his sneakers last night in in the game. Congratulations, Kyrie. Congratulations. <laughs> Good luck on your future endeavors. Yeah, I know you talked about doing your own thing, creating your own shoot. Good luck. Good luck. Right. More power to you, brother. Way of Wade. <laughs> hey, my, what? I wore some Way of Wade the other day. People was I was breaking necks. Anyway, uh, number three. Uh, Wonder Woman three is not moving forward, and they're considering deading it. 
uh, because of the con because of the script. They are not uh, because of the what's the name of the new guy that took over DC? Uh, real? What's his name? Real? James. Gunn? Is it Jeff Johnson? Jeff Johns? Uh, so apparently, he not a fan of the script, and he offered to rewrite it. And the writer of the script, Patty Jenkins. The uh, decline. Yeah. Who she she wrote the first two Wonder Womans was, yeah. was basically deaded it. So it looks like yeah, there's not going to be any Wonder Woman three. I will. Here's what. I, there's there's going to be a Wonder Woman three. Um, they want to keep Gal. So oh. let me be clear. They want to keep Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. But yeah, they know. There's going to be a Wonder. It's, it's going to be a rewrite, probably. I mean, Wonder Woman's their best. There's their best character in the fucking the whole DC universe. So let's keep it a buck. Anyway. Mm. Uh, there's there's going to be a Wonder Woman 3. And the reason why I'm saying there's going to be a Wonder Woman 3, remember, there was that whole thing with Spider-Man and, oh, this is going to be the last Spider, uh, Spider- and then they, they, they got a deal done. And, well, so, well, yeah. It's gonna, to be fair, Jesse, they did oops the fuck out of um, Batgirl. So maybe they're doing this whole ploy speaking to of, not get the shit of, off. But Wonder Woman Wonder Woman 2 was I what you're saying. Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman is established versus Batgirl was was not. And also, here's the here's the mistake James Gunn made. Instead of you offering it, why didn't you bring in another woman to offer to help with the rewrites? I think yeah. that's why Patty Jenkins is like, no, the man man comes and saves uh, saves the script. Like that's right, the- right. They're really the making him like Jeff he's a savior. He, apparently, he's trying like he's they're washing a whole bunch of whole shit like it i'm about to say this well, that's right discovery now. that's like they, they get so really they off. just canceled the batman movie with michael keaton that was supposed to be batman beyond did you guys see that as well too that's discovery discovery's canceling all that shit yeah so this was reported uh shit like two hours ago that they're canceling the michael keaton uh he was going to reprise his role as batman and they were going to make it batman beyond which is one of my favorite fucking batman fucking I mean, arcs ever they need to make Batman me out. <clears throat> it's definitely around the time when we should get it for sure. Yes. But to to at least if if Jeff Johns is doing all this shit, he is um a powerful pen as a, a comic writer, like an illustrator. Like I have a whole bunch of comics down here with his name on it from DC. So I think him trying to overtake the script is trying to be true to storylines. But the thing with that is he should be collaborating more with the lady and say, here, can I make some edits rather than scraping a whole, like script writing, it takes a minute. Like you can't just yeah. do, make some edit. Don't just kill the whole script. Cause I'm, I'm with you, Jesse, it's going to get made. And I bet you it's going to be mirroring the same fucking script. Why? Because right. how long it takes to write it. Right. Yeah. 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 That's I, trash, but we'll see. We'll definitely see. All right. We'll see how that all right, goes. So what's next? What what are we not talking about that we're we just spend a tangent? <laughs> this is this is the point of the not list. Uh, number this actually this might be number five because we just I just added that one. So number <clears throat> six, new study claims that <clears throat> eight million people in twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two ages twenty six and forty one have moved back home because of soaring rent prices and mortgage prices. Damn, what's what's more to add to it? <laughs> That's kind of real shit. I would lie. I I would lie if I didn't say I didn't think about it. maybe I should just go back home. <laughs> Things would be a lot more simpler if we just moved yeah, at this moment. Like, look, 
I got a home to go to. No, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm not gonna knock anybody that no. for it. like Cali, LA area clips. You know how this is. It's it's ridiculous. I, I know it's ridiculous. So uh, to sit there and say that I, I ain't knocking nobody. Hey. All right, last one, and this is the this is movie related as well too. Uh, Jackie Chan just reported that there's gonna be a Rush Hour four. Um, yes, I am that indifferent. Wow, are they I'm, doing? They're doing the edits. They're doing the edits for the four that they. You know, they shot it already, right? Oh, they already shot it already. Okay, oh, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're probably just doing edits for it, or or maybe maybe revamping it to be more modern. But they had already done this shit. Okay. They just didn't have the budget to push it. Okay, cool. Throwing that out. Uh, I'm I'm indifferent. Um, and then also this is I guess it's a seven, and then we can get out of here. Uh, all, we are not talking about how all y'all on the internet. I'm sorry, clips, because you're included in this one too. All y'all yeah, who did, they, they, all y'all who did the AI stuff. This oh. is minority report all over again. Hey, uh, uh wait, throw it. So <laughs> if you've go. ever taken a selfie, if you were ever on Snapchat, yeah, you were already doing it. Never, never was on Snapchat. If you was on Facebook, they already got you. They already, they already got you. I figure, I figure as much. I, I, I'm glad you was on the cape because I, I'm sure we would all trashed it, but I, I'm still trashing it. All y'all that did it. Wait, what we, am I missing? So remember, remember they were talking about how they were going to have uh, the internet be this whole thing where um, you would no longer have privacy and all that. Where, where were oh, you at then, Ken? Huh? Were you that? <laughs> What's that? No. So wait, I'm where you are now. You're, now you're wait, 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 Jesse, what are you confused about? What is the AI thing? Maybe I'm thinking of AI something. art. So like all oh. this week, every everybody's been doing the AR. You have to so I went to the site too to to, to look at it too. This shit asks you to send twenty pictures. Off ten rip. to twenty. <laughs> 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 this ask you to send twenty pictures off rip. Now you worried? For no, real? I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I don't care. Okay. I, I already know we're gonna dive. I already know. I already know. I believe. I believe in Skynet. I already know we're gonna. Our downfall is gonna be fucking technology. I already know. I've seen all the movies. I've seen all the Terminators. Are you talking I've seen about Salvation with Christian Bale? Skynet? No, not that one. I'm, I'm. I'm talking about the OG ones with James Cameron. And again, I hope fucking Avatar flops. Anyway, all right, guys. Oh We're not gonna I just buy the extra. I put you on the Avatar tickets? flopping. Avatar should flop. Uh, Bro, not, I just got my tickets uh, for it. Some uh, some city approved for there to be robotic uh, police. I saw that too. I, I didn't want to put that San one, Francisco. but yeah, that that's yeah. fucking. Of yeah. course I want to get first. Like it's this, Jesse. It's this. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you look like a, a gesture, like a king's gesture? This nigga clips like, like a 90s wrestler. <laughs> he looks like a gesture. He was oh partner with Coco Beware. Oh my god. Clips. Hey, that's my that's my favorite one, honestly. <laughs> I'm done. That's awesome. Alright. Um all right, so we don't have. I'm. I'm. Tr- I want us to kind of get through this Dion thing, so we can go ahead and get to the music topic. So, but uh, obviously, the talk of the whole week in the sports world was Dion moving to Colorado. A lot of HBCU alums were uh, upset. Would be an understatement, right? Or would the 
I don't even know if they were upset. Like, oh, no, Jesse, they were upset. It was hurt. They were. They were. Sweat. Jesse, they, Jesse, they were. Jesse, they was no, mad. They, 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 no, they yeah. used the phrase. He sold these kids a dream. I can't believe he sold us out. He, they were upset. Okay. <laughs> they were. They were mad. It was a lot of HBCU. Outrage. 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 It was a lot of that. Um, what are you looking for? Uh, um, so for for context, uh, my uh. My my girl Carolyn went to uh, Virginia. What HBC did she go to? State. Virginia State. And she said they they really really you know like it's I don't want to use the word cult like because I know we got HBCU listeners. Um, they're really serious about their shit, and they really believe that Dion sold them a dream, and. It, Two years of him being a part of the program is not enough to him for the for for they feel like it wasn't long enough for him to leave a footprint to last like he told people. It wasn't. It isn't. Like they don't I understand they don't have the infrastructure, but it's like I would say Go go ahead, go ahead, real. Go ahead, please. I I just, you know, overall with the with this, you know, it just I, I don't know. I look at somebody like John Robinson, and then I looked at I look at what what he did and the, what he did for you know HBCUs and the one year that hell it was actually Skip Bayless who was lobbying for John Robinson to become the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams back when Eric Dickerson was there. HBCU coaches don't get looked over. My issue is that it's not just the HBCU coach; it's the black coach in general that. There's a lot of black coaches in general that may pass over an HBCU because it's not a power five that can have the same effect as the uh, Let me give some examples. Kevin Sumlin right now, who's coaching at, uh, at, at uh, I think it's like an independent league in Utah, recruited Johnny Manziel, went on to uh, Arizona, coached at Houston, got went from Houston to Texas A&M, Texas A&M to uh, Arizona. He doesn't have a job right now. There are coaches in this world that can make exact exact same powers as Dion. It's just that we choose to excoriate Dion because he was the one who actually took the risk. And then when you look at on the other side of the ball, you, you look at, like, prime example, Jackson State ain't small. They got Mo Williams as their basketball coach. You know, Mo Williams, it's not – you're not getting just Mo Williams just to come – for, you know, he made a, a decent living in the NBA. He don't have to take Jackson Two-time All-Star. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and you can say – champion. And when I say you don't have to take Jackson State, is that there are there are other, quote-unquote, people would be deemed more valuable opportunities than that. That's what I'm saying, that you don't have to take Jackson State. He could go be like Damon Stoudemire when the coach the Pepperdine. All I'm saying is that I think that what we should do is be happy that Dion found this opportunity to showcase his talent to the highest level of his because everything that he was doing for HBCUs was new territory and new levels. And it was new levels. Yeah, HBCU uh, territory. Well, I mean, I didn't I didn't go to it. I didn't even I applied. Let me put full disclosure. I didn't even apply to HBCU. I wouldn't even think like that back then. So so I'm not gonna knock anybody. I'm just saying that. He has the ability to, to grow, to, to, to expand his brand and to what he does. I can't deny that man that because he chose. <clears throat> now, we may say, why did he bring in God or why did he, you know, say all those other things? My thing is with, with Dion, there's Dion and there's Prime. When he's talking in Prime, you got to just let him talk. When he's telling you 
God sent me here. God did all this. That's just bullshit. That's just folklore. That's just that's just that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for all you Christians out there. I'm leave sorry for to, all you Christians it, out there. Leave listening. it to real. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, no. Like, 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 because Gobani had the same point. God sent you there, and God told you to leave after two years. No, but here, okay, look. All right, you hit on uh, you hit on quite a few things on this, and it, it, this is definitely something that needs a long conversation. So it sucks that uh, if, hey, everybody that's listening and just you can't cover something with God. It's like, oh, I'm, not gonna, I'm covering it with God so nobody can criticize. Yeah, no, you can still be criticized. There's there's a lot of things that Rel touched on. Actually, things he didn't touch on. Here's the one thing that I will like. The when you're saying it is bullshit and he's promoting and he's like everything that we see like that he puts on his Instagram and all that stuff everything all that is prime that's him promoting the program and doing everything he's supposed to be doing Um, but when he sits there and says you know when he brings up God he's a highly religious man he 100% believes that it is God that's speaking to him that's why the you know you brought up Bomani? Bomani made up uh, uh, made a great point. He said that coming to JSU was God told him to come there. And here's I don't have a problem with him saying like, well, you know, I when God's calling, I listen. I I guess my bigger issue is like, yeah, you can make the argument of like, so God told you to leave a HBCU after three years, like it. I that don't make sense. Um, but to when he sat there and he does that, and then he also goes, and it's a calling because there's only so many black head coaches in in at, at the college level. Like, so he's like, I uh, this is a bigger calling for it, and it's like one of those things where it's like, when you came to JSU, you said we need to bring up HBCU football, like, and I'm gonna be the one to do that, and. I'm, you know, we need to, this is just as important. This is just as special. This is just as great. And um, it's one of those things where it's kind of like, I guess when I have an issue, when you say those things is you are selling a dream, you are selling a voice. But at the end of the day, um, that is what a lot of coaches do. A lot of coaches do sell that type of thing and try to, that's how you bring people in. I, I, I guess sure Nick Saban has used one of those speeches before in I mean, somebody's I, living room. And I, I, oh, and Nick, I, ooh, Nick Saban! You remember how he was trying to, uh, you know, dismantle what Prime was doing? Yeah, you know, and I, I, I say all that to say, like, he could say all of these things, and he got people to believe. But I think people are looking at even the people that are going against the ones that are uh, that are outraged about what he did. And the ones that are on the opposite side, you know, we can bring it down to like the simplest things of like, well, duh, he wants to move up. Well, duh, he wants to make more money. Well, he already makes it. He already got enough money. Anybody that says somebody has enough money and they're going to be counting people's pockets, boy, the internet be counting people's pockets. Turning down more money. Nobody is ever going to turn down more money. I would say, I would say, money wouldn't be if I know. Prime any from what I I don't think you can just lure him with a nickel. You know what I'm saying? Like nah, not at all. No, nah, like like you can't you can't bring you can't pay him. Like you can give him money, but if he doesn't feel like he's gonna have full control or like like he's gonna have that's the he's order got fucking the coach of 
Kent State had quit his job to become his offensive coordinator. Offensive coordinator, yeah. Mike Zimmer is his defensive. So, so I mean, so it, yep. it just no. What I'm saying is, we we when you bring up the money aspect of it, it's it does play a factor. Is all I'm saying. It's like, and it's not even just like money in the sense of what he's getting paid. He gets to go get these big names, and he's sitting there telling them they give him the control. Well, I want to pay this guy. I want this guy. I want to pay him this much, and they're gonna pay that guy that much. That's what happens with going to a bigger school and making more money. I just don't like when he sits there or people try to make the argument. Well, he did so much for HBCU. Well, he's about to that same HBCU that he just left. He's about to take all those players that teleport. he teleport. players, they're all teleported. <laughs> He, when he sits there and says, I'm bringing my own bags, that's him telling, telling you, and they, Louis, I'm bringing, I'm bringing Travis Hunter. I'm bringing Shador. I'm bringing Shiloh. I'm bringing, there's another linebacker that's dope. The running back, I'm bringing these guys with me. So when he sits there and say, says all those things, it's like, so those arguments you're trying to make of like, oh, he did all these things. Yes, he did a great job. He, he did an amazing job. He, it's one of those things where I'm like, you can't deny what he did versus uh, like, and the reason I'm saying he took this job versus, oh, he didn't want to be an assistant coach. He admits that I don't want to be an assistant coach. Why can't I just be a head coach? Why can't I do all these things? And that's right. Why couldn't he? And he's and JSU was going to give him that opportunity and give him the power that he wanted, the 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 power to promote, the power to put to record everything to to to. Go to the masses. The one thing Dion is, he's smarter than everybody. Like they Bomani talked about it on his uh, on his podcast. But Dion was so ahead of the game when he was even coming into the NFL that he was so much smarter about promoting himself. He's so much smarter about how to be a brand and everything. And he understands all those things. And he needs a school that will give him that ability. And that was one of those things JSU gave him that. No, he couldn't go into a power five before doing uh, and not do what he did. My only pushback is that Trent Dilfer just got UAB. Trent Dilfer is a different, he's white. (laughs) Let's just be real. He's he's white. My my pushback on it, though, is the fact that we're, we're talking about Dion being able to do all of these things, right? And, and, and selling pipe dreams, if you will, to folks. But we've we've seen this since we were kids. All of us have played, you know, basketball and AAU, right? We've seen this. So I don't think that there's anything different that he's doing. I don't think it's bring. Oh, God said everybody wants to manipulate the religious aspect of it and change it into all of these things. I think I think, in my opinion, that the HBCU track was his plan b because he didn't get the florida job that he thought he was going to get so he was ultimately gonna break through with however he could to get there so for Uh, him not to cut you off he actually he was actually offered power five school or the higher division school i want to say power he wanted florida but he wanted he wanted fsu and FSU was like, you can come on and you can be this. And he was like, why do I got to do that? So that that was one of those things where it was like, he wasn't going to get, before going to JSU, he wasn't going to, he wasn't getting what he thought was necessary for him to be able to build the program he wanted. And, you know, 
Of course. Like, like obviously that's happening. So, but not not to cut you off, because I was just saying he did get of offers. Course. He did get offers at times, but he, he didn't want those ones. Those weren't what he's looking for. No, and I, I mean, and I totally agree. I just think that he should be able to operate in in a in a space where, hey, I'm here for a few years because he knows that he wanted to be at a bigger school. I don't, again, going back to Rail's point is we didn't still to this day probably don't have all of the best HBCU knowledge that we should be having as black people. Like he put a lot of eyes onto those programs. So hopefully people want to go in to build those programs. If we're putting everything just on his back to, to be like, well, Dion, it was supposed to be the person who saves all the HBCU programs as far as athletics go. I think that's not fair, but I feel like all of these other folks who have resources that they can help give and, and, and show that this is what you're supposed to do to get back all of these black athletes, whether they went to an HBCU or not, they should be trying to at least participate to make these people feel seen. I think that's fair. You know, I, LeBron James, if LeBron James just said, hey, I'm just going to donate some sneakers to a basketball program. That's enough. I'm not I'm not expecting anybody to come and just swoop up and make a team undefeated and be a national um, team. But I think uh, us investing into those schools is important. That especially because they're still highly, highly underpaid um, institutions. And right? I would say this, and I, I would add this on to that: is that the NFL comes in and they get they don't get all the HBCU players. You know, they pick and choose. You know, like they, you may you can get a somebody out of Howard right now in Hampton. You know, I've seen there's a couple players out of Howard in Hampton. And hell, Deion Sanders got this kid from uh, Jackson State playing well for the for the Lions right now. I can't even think of his name, but he 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 went. He's one of his first players that go from Jackson State to. Oh, uh, not to cut you off, but if you're a good player and they know you're super talented and all those things, there's so many little combines and all this stuff to do little pro days that they show. If you're great, if you're really top of the top, NFL will find you. you I, would, I would just say this to add to this, that Eddie George, who was the former Tennessee Titans running back, is currently the the, the, the full head football coach at Tennessee State University. He's yeah. struggling over there. You know, Hugh Jackson was in the NFL. He's not, he's currently, he, he's currently, so there's coaches. And my thing is, it's not just about Dion. I just want to make this about the other black assistant coaches right now who are in college football, who may like, like there was a guy, I can't even think of his name, but it was Anthony Johnson. He was the interim coach at LSU. The only first ever, only, uh, only first ever coach to ever be black was in LSU history was, was this dude. And he still doesn't have a job. And he's a major recruiter tied to the South, but he just chooses to stay there. My thing is, it's not about Dion. It's about the cultural opportunities that we get. If 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 it's not working there, and you've been banging your head as a linebacker coach, assistant linebacker coach, or somewhere else, go somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, and, that, and 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 that's where I want to leave it at. It just I just think that it's not about Dion. It's about that there's enough qualified African American coaches to do what Dion did in this HBCU schools and at the end of the day that's last point by Je by by Jesse go ahead Jesse at the end of the day that is like the most important thing like let's stop and at the end of the day, it comes down to the money but yes you want to be on the highest you know platform per, you know performing and you want that national respect but 
at the end of the day, it's it's about really, I, to me, it, it is about what Rel said. If you're not getting these opportunities, these places do give you these opportunities, and they will give you that chance. And you should be able to, uh, you should be able to be like, hey, this may not be a long term thing, but I also just feel like get stop putting this on the pedestal and build this because if you build this first and foremost hbcus already have such a strong tradition of what they do there that it's like yo when when game day went there you didn't hear a band you you hear all these other college bands none of them could fuck with jsu's uh, uh college band like none of them could like that is big in hbcus just band alone so building that up and piggybacking off of what dion did there's only one dion so you can't do it exactly how he did it but it's just showing all those things and building that up it will get to that level it's just you have to want to be there yeah, it's gonna take. It's gonna have to take time, basically. I mean, look, we we're just talking about the WNBA. It's very similar in that in that fashion. It's gonna, it's gonna it's take time. Uh, I will. I'll, I'll leave it at this too. We everybody talked about how Dion. Well, I think Jesse mentioned how Dion was the was the uh, uh, the first. He was doing a lot of. Uh, he was ahead of the curve and doing a whole lot of things that a lot of other coaches wasn't doing, like for instance bringing Brittany Renner over there to talk to the students about girls like her and similar to her was like, come on now, what are we talking about, man? Like that was, that was like, no, everybody, no, I remember when that came out initially, everybody was like, why would you bring in this? Like, why not her? The girl that everybody on the internet claims she's literally, you know, thought, whatever you want to call it and teach them, you know, no, I'm not even don't seek out girls them. like this. But not even that. He brought he brought in rappers. He brought you know, in yeah, no, no. I'm just, just I was just saying that was the first time that has happened before. Yeah, he brought in Wallow and, yeah. and Gilly to talk to them. They he did a he did a lot of dope stuff. Them, like, they, I did, tell you what, I'm gonna be in Boulder next year. I'm booking. I'm going to Boulder to see Prime. All right, here we go. All right, so let's finally get to the music. Let's finally get You're to the music. You're not coming to Boulder to see Prime. No, I don't got nothing to do with Colorado. <laughs> I, if you told me you go to JSU, uh, probably one of their away games because I don't really want to be that far into Mississippi. But uh, you tell me uh, you go to one of the HBCU games, yeah, I'm down. But uh, you know, the Pac-12 right. really this popping. T- All right, so we're going to get to music, uh, our end of the year music. Uh, Obviously, there's been there was a lot of great, great music this year as far as hip hop and Um, (laughs) R&B. There was a lot of there was a lot of standouts and a lot of good music out here, man. Um, uh, Clips, I want to I want to start with you and we can start with uh, with with hip hop. Um, So if you want to talk about just give us your three your favorite albums that came out this year and then if you want to do like oh man that was tough your if if you Um, want to do like your favorite uh you know song and if you want to talk about disappointing uh album or artist this year as well okay um it's almost dry definitely has to go on that list for me love that album um i think push was skating on on all of the tracks that he was on. I think everything was intentional. 
And I think uh, you don't often get that. Well, right now from an artist that every single song that they do is intentional. You can tell he was really um, developing this this album for a while, his craft uh, and and really wanting to to change different cadences and rap patterns and flows. Um, this is everything. I think he he just he just brightened up uh, an album in a different way than from what I'm familiar with him doing. I think this might have been one of his more lively albums and with a lot of replay value. So him, Kanye and Pharrell really did a lot of dope shit. Uh, second on that list for me is a very what an album I feel like is very underrated that not enough people listen to. I think it's Drill Music in Zion by Lupe Fiasco. Okay. Yes, you knew I was going to the Lupe because that <laughs> is my favorite rapper, mm-hmm. but I did not hear enough people talk about it. Um, I think one thing with Lupe is he he gives you breadcrumbs like along the way, and I feel like this album was being made since like 2016. Because he's one of the songs, uh, Hal Selassie, that song came out in like 2016 on SoundCloud. And then now it made that album. But I, I feel like he just painted a really cool Did he record this picture. whole album off his, off his iPhone? Yeah, no, sorry. I was wrong about that song. Hal Selassie was from um previous album. But no, uh, Gotti was a song that he had like really been working on. And then you got it. But yes, it was the one he was quarantine recording. And, yeah, was he yeah. in there for 72 hours? Yeah, because he was trying to do it in like two, 24 hours, 48 hours, but it ended up taking him, you know, three, four days. But think about that. That's that's a long time to put content the way he puts it together in a whole album. Um, yeah, and he was super in his bag. So if you haven't heard that, definitely go check that out. Uh, my favorite song off that is Gotti. Uh, and you'll see why if you listen to it. It's very short, but it's very like crazy. Uh, oof. Now you forced me in the top three. There's a lot of oh, a lot of records that came out, but one that has stuck with me, I guess, for the latter half of um, the year would definitely be uh, "Soul Sold Separately" by Freddie Gibbs. That album is really fucking good, mm-hmm. and not to to discredit anybody else who dropped around that time, but I just think that he dropped perfectly in a, in a point where nobody was expecting him to really deliver an album like that. Uh, the fact that he was able to get uh, my boy DJ Paul on a record with him for PYS, bro. Oh man, I love that. I love that song. That's one of my favorite songs on there. And obviously, him and Push collaborating on Gold Rings, fire, absolute match made in heaven. I hope they do more stuff together soon. Uh, honorable mention for me is um, Cheat Codes with uh, Danger Mouse and Black Thought. If y'all haven't listened to that, mm-hmm. it's crazy. That trippy. And then the surprise it. album that. What happened? That album cover is trippy with Danger Thought, uh, with Danger Mouse. And Black oh yeah, Thought. it's all eyes. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, and, and all eyes should be on that record because it was cold. And then uh, Nas and his his King Disease Three, I think, was also swept under the map. Like everybody's, oh Nas is just dropping, but it was fire. It was super fire. And then in in honor of Jesse, I will also put Tana Talk Four in my honorable mention. Cause my boy Benny, I love Benny. That's my dog. And that, that's what I got for my hip hop segment. Nice, nice. Uh, uh, Jesse, you want to go next? Okay, uh, Ralph, let's go next. Um, I would say, I, thinking about the most disappointing albums, I had 
two that really came out to mind. I was just like, what the fuck is this? Um, God Did um, by DJ Khaled. Um, no, it's going to be three. Just... God Did is probably one of the worst albums I've heard this year. Um, um, Little Baby. Um, I heard, uh, what's his name? Uh, I forgot what the producer's name right now. He dropped a a very DJ Khaled like album just this week. Oh, Metro, Metro Booming. Mm-hmm. It was a villain, yeah. yeah. But that, that's fire. That's fire. Um, it was good. good. I heard it wasn't good. It was good. You got to listen to it, Jesse. Stop yeah, listening yeah, to everyone's yeah. opinion. Stop letting the media tell you, Jesse. <laughs> um, and the third album that I think is by far probably like the worst album you probably heard in the last 10 years was the um, Please Make It Home Safe or whatever the oh you talking about your boy man your boy, that was that's what i was gonna, that's not even the name of the album <laughs> that's dom kennedy please make home oh uh, yeah come home boy, come home the kids Arlesi. miss you come home the kids miss you that's the name that's, of the album that's why the kids left because you was rapping in the house no, um, dad left <laughs> not the kids um, <laughs> is you gonna throw jack harlow in there too yeah, that's the yeah, name jack of the album. but i think yeah, that's so those are the are, are by far the three worst. Now the three best albums I heard this year, I would give credit to. I said has to go push a T, it's almost dry. That is a, that that is probably by far probably one of my favorite. Joey Badass. Oh, you stole it from me. 2000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I couldn't put it down. I was gonna and surprise y'all with an action. Yeah, that was that was mine too. Joey Badass and 2000. Ari Lennox, Ari Lennox. Nothing. That is we said we said we said hip hop we said hip hop albums. You said music albums. No 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 I didn't. No he said hip hop. I said I said you're, you're in the wrong you're in the wrong segment. I, I said hip hop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so who's your third? Yeah your yeah. Third so album, you, you, what do you yeah so you, who you substitute my, for for Ari Lennox album? Uh, I could put you know Tana Talk there. Cool. I like Tana Talk. All right, Jesse, you ready now? Ooh, but damn, what's that good? Dude, just put off some shit. All right, All right. so um, my top five. <laughs> you just gonna go with five instead of three? These damn. niggas be just making up. These niggas just be making up rules, clips. You see this shit? All right, fine. <laughs> I followed the rules. One one nigga one nigga says says Ari Landis is what I clearly mentioned hip hop. Okay, my outside looking in. Uh, my you can do some outside. honorable mentions. You can do some honorable mentions. Outside looking in. I do got it. I agree with Clips. Uh, Lupe, the that album's great. Um, um, now I'm I'm blanking. Um, Joy Badass. So those is those uh, those are the two that are on my outside looking in. And then I got to go number three, JID, uh, the Forever Story. That shit went hard. It. it Definitely takes a bunch of listening to because he's just dropping and dropping shit. Uh, bars on top of bars, so you gotta you gotta always listen to it and really dig deep. Um, number two, uh, this one's a little hard. All right, so King Disease is my number two, and. Actually, no, it's not. Keys is on outside looking in. Tata Talk is number two. <laughs> and number one is It's Almost Dry. I love that album. He had the two best in the game. He had uh, Pharrell. <laughs> uh, he had Pharrell. He had half Pharrell beats. He had half uh, Yay beats. And he murdered all of it. It's 
it's one of those. I don't think Pusha has to drop another album. I think this is his swan song. Magnet opus. I didn't say it's his swan song. I'm just saying. He already said he's working on new stuff. He already said he's working on new stuff at the concert. I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, to me, solidified himself as a as a solo artist with this album. I know that I think they, we may get a new Clips album. We may get a new Clips album, so I'm, I'm ready for that. Uh, Malice is back touring that track with Malice at the end. Woo! Malice came so hard. And we already talked about it, so we don't even got to go back into the album. But those will be my top five, uh, top six albums. It's funny because I didn't listen to that much music, but I did listen to those. So, alright, I'm y- y'all know I'm, I'm I haven't listened to I don't listen to a whole lot of hip hop like that anymore. I, I listen to a whole lot of R and B, but I'm surprised none of you guys uh, brought up don't Kendrick. I'm, I'm surprised none of y'all brought up Kendrick this year. I didn't listen to me. Like I didn't listen to the Kendrick like that. To be real, okay. So yeah, Mr. Morale, the Big Steppers, nobody, huh? No, I'm saying I went more on the I, what I felt like was more replayable. In I feel my you. Car. That was the only thing. Yeah, so I agree, I 100 agree with that. So that definitely that was definitely more replayable. 100. Uh, so obviously, you, so for me, I'm gonna start at the three to one. Uh, for me, it's Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Obviously, I didn't listen to it a whole lot, but when I did listen to it, I did. I just remembered. I never went back to it. It was just I don't know why. Just like you said, the replay value on that album wasn't it. And then I guess for me, you you guys stole it from me. I thought I was going to sneak up under you and take it from you. But the Joey Badass 2000 album, uh, that album was really fucking good. And Joey's been doing it for a long, long time now. And he, I feel like he's still, for some reason, underrated, man. And I don't, I, I can't. It's partially it. his fault. It's partially his fault. Yeah, but. He, yeah. he kind of stays low key. He stays low key. It's I, I, I I be having that argument. I, remember, clips I asked you. I don't get why Joey Badass don't get the same love as uh, what's his name, um, Dave East. Like, I, 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 oh I, yeah. I, well, because he's not hood. Yeah. <laughs> the, the reason why. Yeah, All right, and go. then uh, and then my last one. I know you guys are not gonna. This is way better than Dave East, but yeah, Joey Badass is tough. Um, and I know you guys are going to disagree with this one, but I'm sorry, man. I got to do it. The game, Dramatic. Um, even though I went back and I did not like a couple songs on there, um, I, I remember when I first when it first came out, I pretty much you know liked every song on the album except the Slim Shady song, um, the Black Slim Shady yeah, song. Yeah, that wasn't that great. Yeah, besides that song, I was just like, eh. But um. Then I, I went back and, you know, there's more songs I don't like, but it, it was the album that I did listen to the most. And I feel like uh, it's, you know, it's not it's not Game's best work, but it's one of his strongest works. If you want to compare it to his, it's his, his best work. work in recent times. There you go. It's best his best work in recent times for sure. His beats. He killed. It was a lot of good stuff. And, you know, it was his last, you know, it is it, a lot of name drops. But, you know, what you're getting when, when you listen to the game. Um all right, so Rose gone. I think it's his laptop done, so it's just going to be us finishing out right here. Um, I agree with you guys for a disappointing Jack Harlow's album. I was actually sort of one of the only people that was looking forward to it, and it just was awful. All right, um, R&B, do you, you guys want me to start off first, or you guys want to start off first? Go right ahead. I feel like you should start off first. You're the expert here. You're going to hit me with that. I knew he was going to do that. All right. So real quick. So this is what I listened to a whole lot more. And it was, you know, there's going to be a lot of women artists here because I, you know, I, I love listening to the R&B women's. Uh, so I'm, so I'm going to start with some honorable mentions. These are not uh, on my three, but these are the ones I just want to give shout outs and show some love and give some flowers to. 
so starting off, I'm going to start off with a guy because I just lied. Uh, so lucky day. So I'm not going to lie to you guys. I recent, not recently, uh, just last year, I discovered Lucky Day and I, everything he's on, I fucking love. Lucky Day is Fire. a really, really good artist, man. And um, uh, I don't, for some strange reason, I don't know why. I just haven't really, like, I don't like Giveon. There's a lot of guy artists I that I'm not understand. a fan of. Yeah. There's a I lot of understand. male R&B artists that I'm not a fan of. Fires, uh, dude. I'm not a. I'm not the biggest. Bri- oh yeah, I know who Brent Fires is now, but I'm still not the biggest fan of Brent Fires. I'm not. I'm not. It's. I, I don't know. I'm just not. Um, but I. I do like Lucky Day. Me and, and Capcom, uh, We still like the lovey dovey R&B. We don't like the the the, 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 the toxic the, the toxic R&B. Yeah, love. Yeah, exactly. We still yeah, love yeah. the lovey dovey R&B. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's about right. That's about right. So, I, I know where you're coming from, Kev. I know you. where you're coming from. Because you. I'm not a big Brett Fires fan either. <laughs> He's bad. He's not bad, though. I, I, I can rock with him if I want to. Cause, but you know what's crazy, though? I like Tory Lanez, though. And I know he has that toxic shit, too. But it's cool. Whatever. Yeah, I'm not a Tory hey, sorry, sorry for the wait. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, LMI, uh, uh, hard on my sleeve. I don't know why LMI is not up here. With I I don't you know I don't know why she doesn't get mentioned just to get mentioned in the Ari Linux is a uh, her category for whatever reason again she might be a tier right under but for whatever reason she does not now get she's mentioned because she came out at the same time as she then. does not get she's she yeah. reminds me of the big she's like the big Sean of that group where it's like it's Drake it's Cole it's it's Kendrick and she's Big Sean, where she or Wale. Maybe that Wale is the more pick, more more notable one. Where no, she's I'd, put, I'd put Wale, Kendrick, Big Sean, and Big Crit on the same, just right under him. That's what I'm saying. But like she's, but Wale feels like he's in that category. Wale should be in that category. To me, he's in that category. But right, he right. did that to himself. <laughs> he did that to himself. Huh? I feel like LMI is there because I was like, whatever she's on, I fucking love as well. She, she this is her second project. And I fucking loved it. I played it a whole lot. Me and uh, shout out to Iman. Me and Iman was talking about this. I was like, why doesn't she get the love that a lot of other artists, women artists get? It's low key too, though. It, it's really, you know, I, here's another thing about R&B. It's not that they're they're doing their thing. It's they just, are. They didn't promote it as, as it once was. That's, That's the part about it. All right, so um, the next one, another, I'm gonna give it to another songstress, uh, Seven Streeter. I'm in love with Seven Streeter and 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 looks and musical. She is she is fire. So she dropped the album earlier this year called uh, Drunken Words, uh, Sober Thoughts. It was really really good. Um, again, just off the title stuff, the strength of the title, y'all know what's going down. It's a lot of love shit. It's a lot of toxic shit. It's a lot of I fucked your nigga. It's it's really good. You should I think anybody who haven't heard uh Seven Streeter, it's it's like really, really, really well done. You guys should check that out. Um oh I got a compilation album with honorable mentions too. I'm trying to get through these as fast as I can. Uh Babyface, the uh, Girls Night Out album. What are we talking about? I knew yo, yo, that was album fire. was good. I knew he was gonna steal my shit. What? That album was fucking fire. That one was hard. That one was really good. Babyface Girls Night Out was the shit. Yeah, that album was dope. A compilation of women album? Come on, sign me up, man. It was, and all of them smashed it. Uh, I remember uh, one of my favorite songs on is the Kalani song. I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm bad. Uh, and the Coco Jones songs. I think Coco Jones is a star. She's a rising, rising star, which I'll get to when I get to my top three. 
Uh, and then obviously, just as um, she's an honorable mention, I don't want no hate coming my way. The Beyonce album, you know, again, I didn't personally listen to it a whole lot, but it got played a lot. So, I, you know, I'm, I want to put it there because I know people coming from me. It was, you know, Beyonce. All right, to my three, real quick. I would say she did it better than Drake. <laughs> there you go. Well, Here. didn't she drop hers before Drake dropped his? Yeah. Drake oh, dropped it. Okay. Yeah, Drake beat, Drake knew what was coming, so he he dropped right. his uh, to beat her real quick. But all right, so number three on my list is uh, Neo Self Explanatory. I felt like this album was slept on. It was like a come to. <laughs> I feel like it was Neo coming home to exactly what we expected from Neo from like you know Year of the Gentleman. Uh, uh, what's the one before that? Uh, I can't remember Neo's album for, but the one before Year of the Gentleman. Um, I feel like he he went back to his roots. Uh, really good songwriting, really good uh, collabs on this album. The I didn't think I was gonna like a Neo and Trippy Red collaboration song, but that song was actually pretty good. Um, that's uh, interesting. Yeah um it was actually pretty good um so yeah that album was really good i I, that one gets a lot of replay value in the car um all right so this one's gonna be a surprise um i don't even think this one's considered an album i think this one's like an ep but i'm considering an album whatever because you know titles or whatever Uh, i think coco jones is a star i think her album uh what i didn't tell you is a really really slept on good album she's and people, for, for those who are not familiar, Coco Jones is the the woman who played Hillary in the reboot of the um, the Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. Yeah, yeah, for the Fresh Prince. Uh, beautiful young lady, talented, can actually sing, sing like not. She's just not holding notes. Um, she went on the the Soul Train Awards and promoted her uh, her hit that that was on the R and B smash hit. I see you um really really well done album again it's it's another one of these songstress women's that's talking her shit uh uh being braggadocious and 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 not really talking toxic shit being vulnerable i love that shit and then number one i mean you know this goes without saying you know it was gonna be breezy it was gonna be chris it was gonna be brown you know i'm on i'm on my kelly rolling shit why y'all not giving my man his flowers why y'all disrespecting my boy um I know it's a lot of songs. I I know it's a lot of songs. It's 34 now because he added them Christmas songs to the album. I don't know why he did that, but he shouldn't have did that. Um, Go ahead, Breezy. (laughs) I I heard his version of this Christmas. He should probably stay away from the Christmas. Oh, my God. Get out of here. Anyway. um, (laughs) Exposes him as a singer. (laughs) It kind of exposes his ability. I I thought he did really. uh, Chris is... It's it's his crown, and then somebody got to take it from him, and and that's where I'm at. His last projects have been under the radar, good and huh? No, I said he he's been going crazy. Like, yeah, it's been going. It's, I, I he hasn't had a bad album, and I can't even tell you how long. And then for me, and I, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say I know he's given us uh, you know little B length albums, but he's fucking killing me. Like, like in, how? How do you give us thirty-four songs? And I'm like, I, oh, I love this. His like the the beginning songs are like the songs that everybody's gonna listen to in the car, but it's like the the album cuts, the deeper cuts are like the ones I really really fuck with. Um, and to me, to me, as far as R and B song of the year for me, uh, Warm Embrace. I use that phrase 
in a whole lot of conversations with people, you know, talk about people's just warm embrace. I feel like that song was the at least for me the R and B song of the year. I know there's a whole bunch of others, but that one was R and B song for me for the year. All right, who wants to go next? I know I know that was long. I gave my honorable mentions, but I wanted to give the ones that I gave love to. I actually listened to some flowers. I can go next because I'll just make it real quick. Uh, my top three, um, you know, Kev's asking for a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my top three is Neo, Girls Night Out, mm-hmm. and Ari Lennox. Yeah. Uh, uh, or wait, no, what is it? Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I think that's the title. Sex. Uh, location? Same yes. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. And uh, I just I just love that album. Like it, it I I thought she she hit it. I thought she killed it. Um This is Dream Bill Bias. I'm sorry, uh, I'm kidding. Age sex location. Age sex location. Not there. Um my uh, pressure obviously was a, a dope single. Dope single. It was amazing. Um I think the the uh collab with Lucky Day she has is an amazing song. My man again. Striking. Uh, <laughs> so I love that song because she's they just like talking to each other and just like it, yeah. it's a dope song. Um uh, I my favorite song on the album is Hoodie. Um it's just one of those things where what she's talking about, what it's about, everything. But if you with your girl uh you you want her to be in your hoodie so <laughs> um or at least in my long t-shirt yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i'm with that so <laughs> favorite songs uh favorite song is hoodie uh i anybody that knows me knows i love ari lennox so it's no surprise that she's my number one um so shout out to that ari lennox love you you're beautiful uh, with the work you do, and uh, keep going. Oh, and your your Christmas uh, single is dope too. All right, have you heard uh, Ari Lennox? No, no, she has a Christmas track. No, yeah, she dropped the last or time. Is it? Yeah, they are not trying to let Mariah make that five million she makes every year, huh? That's crazy. Nah, man, she's still gonna, gonna take. We gotta get somebody. No, she is. We, they, oh. I'm saying they, they, she's still gonna make it, but they, maybe this year she's gonna make like three point five instead of five. Yeah, it's gonna be another number <laughs> one. It's gonna be another number one. So. Maybe this year she brings in three point five instead of five, bro. Oh, that's bro. funny. All bro. right, y'all, y'all was killing my man Brent Fias, but Wasteland is fucking <laughs> great. I don't care what you niggas. Say wasteland is fucking great, right? It's cool, and man. on top of that, like the the visuals for it, man. Yo, he he did his thing. He put in like I love the story. I like it's one thing to give give I guess you know the toxic R and B if you will, but he has a story from start to finish with it too, which I think is really rare nowadays. People don't do like a whole from start to finish. There's content that it all makes sense. It interweaves together. So shout out to my boy, Brent Fiaz. Uh, y'all didn't, I, I was expecting y'all to bring in um, Gemini rights by uh, Steve Lacey. Mm, I don't think I've heard, I've heard about that one, but I don't think I listened to that one. Is that one good? Okay. He's in his bag. Like, and he's getting like just some notoriety that, you know, he deserves to get. If, if you're, if you're a huge, you know, internet fan, you know that that's where he comes from. Said Steve um, Lacey? 
Yeah, Steve Lacey. Okay. He's you. got the I wish I knew. Okay. I wish. Yeah, and that's on album. Know. It's called. Um, and then there was this EP that you know I'd be on Instagram, and then sometimes stuff just happens randomly on the the wormhole, right? Uh, there's this chick named um, Leia, and it it her EP is called Um Hello. You know, it's, it's actually like, it's pretty fire. You know, she's a, a very unique artist. So I would say definitely check that out because that was stuff that I was replaying myself within a year. Um, then uh, honorable mention, mm-hmm. one of my students put me on to uh, Omar Apollo and he dropped this album called Ivory. And mm-hmm. he's kind of like uh, like indie contemporary R&B. Um, he he sings and and then you also sing in Spanish and as well. It's oh, it's, sure. it's actually pretty fire. Yeah, so I would say check that out. For me, um, one thing I've I've been loving hearing more as far as R and B goes is just people just pushing the needle. You know, uh, you're starting to get people trying to bring back runs in their, their in their harmonies and yeah. and stacking and layering. Uh, we we don't have enough people wanting to do that. I've heard a couple people... bridges from some R and B artists this year too. I was like, oh, we getting bridges again? Yeah, see, like, so I think I think it's fire to see us starting to get that back. Um, you know, obviously, there's certain types of R and B that's going to be made. There's going to be the sex songs, right? There's going to be the the old fashioned "I love you, girl, forever and ever and ever" song, and then now you know this toxic version of stuff that we're getting. So I think people are. Um, really trying to get back to making good music and diddy was always wrong and he should never ever have a platform to say that r&b's dead watch because out, of how many and he said yeah, that this year watch careers. out yeah that's he's wild. Like, clearly he's wild. you're and, not listening to anything diddy like you're, clearly you're not listening to it and we didn't we'd be remiss to not bring up the fact that literally <laughs> tonight like one of the queens is dropping scissors dropping night like <laughs> like like we're, oh we're, it's already out one thing yeah. This yeah, year, if you didn't know, fun fact: this year is the 40th anniversary of Thriller. Just throwing oh, that out. Yeah, 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 oh yeah, 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 nice. yeah. All right, man. I throwing think in. well, it sucks oh, that yeah. Rail's laptop died. Honorable mention, um, oh, and it's my favorite song of the year. Toby mm-hmm. Nitway, his album Moments was dope. Um, Snaps. Lord Snaps. forgive me, Lord forgive me, featuring his wife Fat. And Pharrell, Pharrell produced the track. If y'all don't know that, download that one. That shit goes hard. I, I'd say listen to the album. The album goes hard. But and he has and like we talk about. His, no, I was gonna say his visuals for everything that he drops is amazing. Oh, he brought he, back he Chameleon there. Yeah, he brought back. He got Chameleon there on the track. Chameleon there killed it. Hey, I yes. saw Chameleon there in a commercial the other day too. Yeah. He's in a commercial too. I said, yeah. What the so, fuck. Um, that one, uh, the song with Coast Contra, whoo, that shit goes hard, Cap. I'm telling you, you need to listen to somebody, you need man, to drop, man, drop somebody. I, like I said, for whatever reason, I'm, I'm, I gravitate now when I'm done with podcasting, I, I gravitate more to R&B songs than hip hop now. Yeah. Maybe it's just, but I don't want to say old age, but just, I, I just gravitate more to R&B now. I just really just like. Like, it's easier. Like sometimes I, I just want to mellow out. So yeah, I just, just want to. I'm I'm cool. I just want to hear the girlies talk about how they want to get. You know. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> so I totally understand what you, where you coming from. With yeah. That. Uh, all right, man. I, I feel think, it. 
I think I think we we can put a bow on this. It uh it sucks that Rail's laptop was done. I know I'm sure he was gonna say Ari Lennox. He put Ari Lennox at the top of his hip hop album, so I'm pretty sure Ari Lennox was gonna be his number one <laughs> album. Um, so I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. Oh, uh, real quick, uh, hip hop song of the year for me and verse of the year is Hove. God did. I don't even know why it's even a discussion. I'm like. Why is it even a topic? I saw Hip Hop DX was doing a poll. I saw a whole, I saw them doing a little poll over there, and I was just like, "Why are y'all even doing this?" Wait, Cole did have a dope verse. He did uh, the Betty the Butcher track. So Cole did have a dope yeah. verse. So the nominees were the nominees were Churchill's <laughs> Churchill's Down by Drake, which is a dope album. Drake's one of Drake's probably best verses this year. Uh, God did obviously. Yeah, get it. We did get a lot of good. Drake God verse. did's on the list twice, by the way. Lil Wayne's verse and Jay Z's verse. Uh, okay. Okay. Then, Wayne should have been longer. Wayne. Wayne should have been. Think, I, I think if Wayne. We could have took. We could have took. We could have took Ross off. The is the song that you're talking yeah. about with uh butchers. Is it Johnny P's Candy? Is that the same as? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's they got that's the that's the list right there. But I'm gonna tell you right now, it's whole. Uh. Anyway. Oh, All right, man. This was so already oh. went long. Clips, man. Thank you for coming on, man. Especially reaching out and and and, and, and taking the time to come out after you after work. I know you're tired, man. You, you want to come back, back and do movies and do shows, bro. You are welcome. Hey, man. Y'all just let me know. Man, uh, Jesse, you the man. Uh, the Bills. Uh, y'all not winning the championship this year, but you know it's cool like that. I'm all about um, the news like Buffalo. <laughs> Uh, Rose not here. Rose in Miami living it up with a dead laptop because he didn't bring a charger. But uh, thank you, thank you for. Uh, Is he by himself you. there? Is he out there by himself? Hope he doesn't get to the end of this pod. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, thank you for all our new listeners. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. We're those millennials and and clips, and we're out. Thank you. Go.